Welcome back to Behind the Emerald Veil podcast with Mandy and Allison from Soul Star Energy Collective. Woo woo! woo. Um, <laughs> do we do that every time? We're here. I don't know. Um, so today we are going to talk about, um, we're going to deep dive into kind of like mental health um, of the light workers, so like mental health and intuition, how all of that works together yeah. and how it can show up and how we've dealt with it, how we've seen it around us and like how we see it in the collective yeah I think it's a really important conversation to have because so many light workers are feeling the heaviness of life in general and really unsure of why they feel so sad or heavy and really like kind of unsure of how to move forward mm-hmm. um and I experienced I experienced some pretty deep stuff in the last few months and something that I wasn't even when I realized now sharing with you. (laughs) She wasn't sharing it with me. We'll just say that I was a little confused. (laughs) Well, to be honest, I was confused too, because I didn't Mm -hmm. really understand um, why I was feeling the way I was feeling and I didn't know how to process it or how to move forward. All I knew is that um, spirit was asking me to take some time off from work, like Mm -hmm. from our corporate job. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'll take some time off and I'll work on soul star behind the scenes and I'll do my healing. And, um, but I knew it was important for me to do that. And now coming out on the other side, I can see how deep and dark it really was for me. Um, because I've been able to shed and heal and release so many layers and understand things so um, much better than I was previously just existing within that energy. Um, so I have more clarity now. As yes. to like what it was that I was going through. But I wanted to share um, how it started. Yeah. Um, so as you go through this process and this awakening and this consciousness, obviously we're, you know, we are doing healing and we're shadow work and we're releasing and there's things about ourselves that bother us and we kind of go into it and figure it out, you know, inner child work, all that stuff. So I'm obviously doing all that stuff. You've been doing all that stuff too. Yeah. But then I just couldn't understand why I was getting these bouts of sadness like and that would last a few days where it was like oh like I just I'm so tired like I can't do this anymore I don't want to do this anymore and when I say I can't do this anymore or I don't want to do this anymore I was not talking about working for corporate or doing soul star I was talking about living in general like I don't want to be here anymore I can't do this. Life is so hard. Why is it got to be so hard? Why is there so much hate in this world? Why is there so much anger? Why is there so much polarity? It is fucking hard to be here and to witness this and to feel this. And I would go through periods of feeling that way for a day or two. Um, but it was just getting more and more pronounced. Like it was coming up more often. And there was a time in um, August, early August, where I was camping with my family. And I was like away from work. I was away from Soul Star. I was supposed to be having this amazing time. And I just wanted to cry the whole time. Like I was just so deep in my darkness that I couldn't, I didn't know how to get out. And that's when I was like, I don't know what to do. So I asked Spirit and they were leading me towards taking some time off work. Mm-hmm. So that is why I knew Spirit wanted me to take some time off work. And I think I was sharing in stories and stuff. I was like, oh, Spirit, um, you know, I I had a couple of options. So take time off work, um, like go on leave, quit, 
go into soul star full time or do something else or something like that and i was using my pendulum and i was going in the cards i was meditating i was seeking guidance i was like desperate for help and um my pendulum was telling me to take a leave of absence mm-hmm. and so when i was sharing this i was like oh this is amazing <laughs> could take a leave of absence i will take some time off work but that's also extremely scary to figure like to figure out that process yeah because of the stigma around taking time off work and there's a lot of colleagues that i work with that know about what we do on the side Mm -hmm. but don't ask questions they just kind of watch from afar and so i was scared of their judgments yep right um and but I still did it anyways, but it was probably the scariest thing that I ever did, like taking, trusting that guidance and taking that leap and taking that time off. Well, and I think we're made to feel guilty for mm-hmm. taking time off work and we're made to feel like even sometimes that there needs to be a big, big, big reason to take time off. You know, I've, That's I've, it. I've always, you know, had a good work ethic yeah. and that was always been something that has been drilled into me Mm -hmm. and I remember the first time I took time off work and I was just like it was so hard Mm -hmm. to do Mm -hmm. because it was so against what I was used to well it's against the programming in the society total programs like you you think about so and there's a couple people at in the bank that have taken time off and you should hear the way the staff talk about talk about, about it absolutely oh, right they're still off on leave they like, why are they off and yeah and i remember like i remember taking my first time this was when i was going through lime um but i remember taking my first time off and um it felt like i needed to justify well, yeah. why i was off like yeah. i felt like i constantly needed to justify yeah. to the point i look back now and i realize i think i made myself even more sick because i i needed in my head I was like I need to be this sick person like I was sick I was not good but it was like even the good days Mm -hmm. it was like then I would feel this guilt of having a good day yeah and um and then being off work and I remember one I remember one time hearing that somebody at at the branch had seen me out for a walk (sighs) and And they had said oh my god I saw Allison out for a walk and then my, and and it was like I was already battling with the like oh my god yeah. like I should oh I'm having a good day I, oh no no you shouldn't you should stay in bed or you know what I mean like those type of well, things God forbid anybody see you out when you're on a leave, <laughs> a leave. yeah and it just makes you feel like you're already feeling you already have the battle most people yeah I know I get it that there's people out there that take advantage of the system and then yeah. it ruins it for everybody right because yeah. then everybody they just put you in that hole but I was like for me I was like no this makes me feel real guilty doing this and then then they went and like highlighted and I was like right? yeah because I finally had a day let my body was letting me walk and I was going for a walk yeah and I have a dog that I have to walk and I remember <laughs> sitting there trying to justify it and, yeah. oh. no that's funny that not funny but it, I like that you brought that up because uh, when I first went off on leave a I didn't tell anybody why I didn't want to tell anybody why and you shouldn't have to I, and I didn't even tell my family and a lot of my close friends didn't know I was on a leave until mm. I was like halfway through my leave um, because I honestly didn't understand how to articulate. I couldn't articulate what was going on, what was wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, But I remember going um, out with Nick to do groceries or whatever. Like he would have to come with me because as soon as I, 
as soon as I pulled the plug and I took that leap, I started having panic attacks mm-hmm. and anxiety attacks. And I was and that in, was the first time in your life? That was the first yeah. time in my life that I, like, I was experiencing a lot of heaviness in my chest, so a lot of anxiety. Yeah, but um, not the panic attack. But not the panic attack. And mm-hmm. I had a panic attack at home. And it mm-hmm. was, Aubrey had just come in from her day at school and she was putting her lunchbox away and she was just being herself but it was so loud mm-hmm. it was she was being so loud in my energy but she was just being normal yeah that I had to go into my office and I had to close the door I had to put my headphones on um and turn on some meditation music and I just broke down yeah. I just started bawling I couldn't even handle her like I had been home alone all day it was all calm and then just a little bit of disruption in the energy in the in the home and it was just it was unreal and it was really scary it is really scary. but I remember so I would have to go out with Nick to do any groceries or whatever he would always come with me I had a panic attack in the middle of Costco yeah that's never happened to me before and he took me to a quiet area of the store and I was like okay this is better but I almost had to leave but I didn't want to go out because I didn't want to run into anybody and I did see one of our colleagues in the grocery store and I was like Nick I have to leave and he's like why and I'm like so and so is here I don't want to talk to them I don't want to see them I need to go which is understandable I think I was like that too when I was on where I was just like, I don't want to. Because then you get the whole, how are you? Well, then, and you're like, I don't yeah. want to even explain. I know. I don't want to talk about <laughs> I don't want to But talk. also I knew this person would turn around and then just text everybody that they just saw me in the grocery store. Oh, yeah. And it's just our society. That's yeah. unfortunate, right? Yeah. And that's the thing, like, and then everybody wants to know. And it's like, and it's like you have to give a justified answer yeah. in that sense. So if it's not justified in their eyes, then you're judged for being yeah. off yeah. Um, type of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Like, yeah, I remember when you first had the first panic attack and, and it's funny how life kind of like shows up. Like I had my first panic attack in high school at the end of high school. And I just remember being like, what the fuck mm-hmm. was that? Um, and that debilitated me. Yeah. Like I, I remember I, I literally had my panic attack. I, I had to get out. That was my flight or flight. Yeah. Flight mode. And I remember I couldn't go back to school the rest of the year. Like, really? Yeah, it got so bad. I had a hard time leaving my house without eliciting a, a panic attack. Oh. And so I remember. Wait, how old were you? Um. So was it? Uh. It was probably grade eleven. So whatever you said. Okay. And then how much of the school year did you miss? Um. I feel like like three quarters of it. So I feel like so it took me a while to get back to the school. Yeah. Um. And and then finally I remember they set up an appointment with the guidance counselor yeah. to talk about how we could do this. Right. Yeah. And I, and I'm like very much like I will make myself very uncomfortable without, so that I don't have to create a scene. I do mm-hmm. not like creating a scene. And I remember it really hit me when he went to close the door and I instantly push, shot my hand out and, and like was like, no. And that was like, like not, don't close the door. Don't close the door. I could not have the door closed. Like and they and I remember being like, who the hell was that? Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm this like teenager. Yeah. This is a person of authority. Yeah. I don't like to make a scene at all. I don't like to make and I just remember being like, holy shit, this that was my my instincts coming yeah. forward yeah. because yeah. I was that d- far in yeah. that I was like, I can't, I'm like, I have to have the door open. Wow. Weirdest thing. Like I've never been claustrophobic mm-hmm. or anything, but mm-hmm. it was just this sense. And so I remember I went back um, in the, and I, I did the rest of the year in the library. I oh, couldn't okay. go back in a classroom. Right. Because that's where my first panic attack happened. Okay. And it was, it's so crazy how 
anxiety or meant like how it works. Like I remember, I just remember it, I would bring it on because yeah. I'd be so scared to have one. Right. It See, would like bring them on. It would trigger one. It would trigger it. I couldn't go to work. I'm like, I remember trying, you know, and you have to, and that's the thing. That's one thing I've learned over the years of dealing with anxiety and panic attacks is you can't allow it to form into a mountain. That's how I kind of look at it. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I realize, like if I have a panic attack, when I go to at a certain area, if I avoid it, that panic attack has now grown into a mountain mm. and now it's, it's very hard to overcome. Mm-hmm. So that was something that like, obviously that very first one, it became into a big mountain, right? Totally. I couldn't leave my house. I couldn't go into a classroom. I couldn't yeah. do all the things and it spiraled me. But over the years, I've definitely gone in and out of um, panic attacks. Yeah. Um, and I've realized, like I remember in college, I, fuck, what is up with school? <laughs> I freaking had a panic attack in college in the classroom again. Motherfucker. <laughs> I hate school. <laughs> you, you do hate school. I do hate school. Maybe that's why you hate Damn school. Damn it. And so I remember sitting in there and I remember like I had to get out, right? Cause that's my, I get very flight. I have yeah. to, it's like I could run yeah. out. Yeah. And, and I remember getting home like, so, and I was like, I can't. I have to push myself to go the next day. Mm-hmm. I'm like, because if I don't go, yeah. it's going to become bigger and bigger and yeah. bigger. Yeah. And I'm like, and I remember sitting there and ha- having like mini, mini ones. And like, and that's just something I've had to learn to like, I have to sit with. I'm not going to die. Yeah. I know I'm not going to die, even yeah. though my body feels like it's going to die. So you have these tools now to help you th- move through panic attacks. Yeah. 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 And, that, and that's something it's grown. Like it's, it's definitely, oh my God, my whole life I've just, I've had moments. I remember at work I had, I remember yeah. Kevin and I were traveling by car to Terrace, BC, and to visit his sister for the first time. And I had a, and these, this is the thing with panic attacks. Yeah, they, they just, come out of nowhere. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. They're the weirdest things. And I was just laying in the car. I was fine. Mm-hmm. I had. I was totally cool. When you know, if anybody knows BC, like it's long stretches of driving with nothing in between, right? Like you're yeah, just in except beautiful mountains, beautiful mountains <laughs> and rivers. Yeah, and I remember and it came out of nowhere, and it was just like. <sighs> And all of a sudden, I was like, you need to pull over. You need to, like, get me the fuck. And it's like, yeah. it's like you want to crawl out of your skin. Yeah. And you just feel like you're, and I just have to run. And um, I remember thinking, how am I going to get home? Mm. How am I going to get back in that car? And yeah. how am I going to get home? And to be honest, that one became a mountain. Because it's not something you can go and do again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you can't turn around and go and do again. Yeah. So every time Kevin, this is like, this was 15 years ago. Right. Every time he said, well, we should maybe, like, take the boys on a road trip and, and like, camp and, and all, like, first thing I will think about, and even though I have tools and I've gotten yeah. really good with my panic attacks, first thing I will think about is, like, fuck, but I had that panic attack. You were said that even when we were driving to our retreat last May. Oh, yes, And I you did. were so Didn't... scared about driving that distance with me because we had yes. never drove that long together. Yes. And then you were worried about having a panic attack. Yes. See, do you yeah. see? It? It's crazy. Isn't that amazing, though, how something can embed itself yeah. so deep yeah. within. Yeah. And it's like, and so the, yeah. And so those things, because I couldn't turn around and do it again, it's created yeah. this mountain that yeah. I can't release. So I wonder now, knowing what you know, as a light worker mm-hmm. and a conscious being and a star seed and all those things, do you feel like your 
you were just open energetically, so open energetically when you were in high school that all of the chaos and noise and all of the other students, um, you know, <laughs> traumas and feelings. feelings was all just a huge like mishmash of energy that you just yeah. didn't know how to handle. And that's how it was processing. Yeah, I could definitely see it being being something like that because, you know, I know if I've had a panic attack because I'm in a situation like mm-hmm. I've had it where like if I've been stressed yeah. right so mm-hmm. like when we were planning the wedding change stresses me out I was proactively going to therapy because I knew this could be a trigger right for a panic attack type yeah, of thing yeah, yeah but when it comes out of no like literally nowhere I'm like I remember having one I was shopping yeah. with my sister mm-hmm. I just bought something I'm in euphoria okay <laughs> I'm like literally paying and I'm like, I'm happy. I think I was in stitches or something. Oh, stitches. Yeah, yeah, I remember stitches. Yeah. And I remember it just came out of nowhere. So I'm in this, I'm in a great spot. Yeah. Right. And so when you say that maybe it had something to do with people around, well, right when you look at that, I was in a mall with tons of people. Yeah. I was doing something I love. I love shopping. Maybe that cashier was holding on to a dark entity. Who fucking knows, right? And then all of a sudden it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. And then, and then this is what happens it throws me and then I when I get a big panic attack it usually like knocks me out even and that's even after me having my tools it takes me a while to be able to mm, get back to functioning mm. properly because I remember with that one I almost ran out of the mall wow. um, again didn't want to cause a scene so yeah. I was like speed walking my sister and that's the thing like my family knows okay okay yep no we're going out we're going out <laughs> and I'm like just get me to the car get me to the car and it's like this fear of like losing control in front of everybody yeah yeah type of thing yeah it's just crazy yeah. but it's so true yeah the energies i'm it's doing the, something i love yeah but the energies around the and energy. i bet it overwhelms my system and then it's like my system your body goes into this fight or flight mode yeah yeah right yeah and for me like at costco or at certain stores um i will feel that anxiety start to build and on the verge of a panic attack now that I know what it is. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I feel like it's the, um, energies around me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I need to like ground protect all with all the tools that I have, but sometimes it's not enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one with Aubrey at home when she was just being herself, poor girl. <laughs> yeah. 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 She didn't know I was breaking down in the other room. Um, but, uh, with that one, I feel like I was just, I just needed to release because I bawled so hard in during that panic attack. I needed to let go. I needed to release some energy that I was moving through. Um, and after I was done, like I, it was like, it was like a really ugly cry for a really long time. Um, and after I was done, I felt so much better. Yeah. 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 And I knew immediately I had just released something that I was working on releasing. Well, and it's so funny when you say that. So like that reminds me of, um, that reminds me of when I had, I had this, t- uh, this I'm trying to be very cryptic here. <laughs> She's looking at me like, what's she going that, to that, say? That, and I'm that. like, in my head, I'm like, trying to be cryptic. Um, it really reminds me of that time. Like I, you know, we've, we've, we've talked how I have a twin flame and, mm-hmm. and it reminds me of the time when I'd spent some time with the, my twin flame and, um, it overwhelmed me. Yes. And I remember like the energy of it. Yep overwhelmed me and yeah. I and I was like start crying 
and then I was trying to hold it in because I was like, what the fuck is going on? And, and I was like, you know, I was home with my family and, and I was like, and I just kept getting these like, oh, just overwhelming. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I just want to cry. Yeah. And I like held it off, held it off. And then finally I like, everybody went to bed and I was like, okay, I guess I need to, like, I need to cry. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't help it. And holy shit. It was like a wh- I've never experienced mm. anything like that mm. in my life. Yeah. You know, I've had ugly cries. Yeah. I've had those cries where <laughs> I don't even know what I'm crying about. <laughs> and you just cry, cry, cry. But this was like, it felt like this wave of energy yeah. just came and just like poured out of me. Yes. And I just bawled and I bawled and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And it was like, once I finished bawling, because like, what am I bawling about? <laughs> Because right? I feel overwhelmed with, like, there was nothing to do. I'm not sad. Yeah. I yeah. had a great time. It yeah. was, it, but it was over, the energy of it was overwhelming. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so it's like the same in that yeah. sense where it's like, so it makes me really believe mm-hmm. energy is a big part of it. Energy is right? huge. Huge part of it. So yeah. mine was like, it was too much energy yeah, that yeah, came at yeah. me. It was overwhelming mm-hmm. and I needed to release it. Yeah, yeah. And the same with you, the energy built and it built and it built and it didn't matter what the trigger was. Yeah. Because really, in the end, it doesn't matter what the trigger is. Not at all. And then it was like it just needed to be... Released. Released. It needed to come out, and it came out in ugly ways. Yes. But it felt so good to release Release. it. And I was like, oh, it was... I love crying. I don't. Do you not love crying? I love love a good release. I I do love a good good cry, yes. Well, and I get it. Like, that cry that that I was doing, I was pretty much like... I can't do this. And I was like, oh, I was swearing at each again. I was like, what the fuck is the point of this? And I was totally well, <laughs> a when, mess. When I was going through my ugly cries, and because I did do Did you ever tell bit. Cody to fuck off? Mm, I don't think I you're have. A ni- you're a nice star, Steve. You're a nice star. <laughs> but I was like, I was begging the universe to show me the way. Like, Just I stop. give up. Like, I give in. Like, I will not control anything anymore. I surrender. Think I, I surrender. surrender. I surrender. I surrender. Yeah. Show me the way. Like, I am done trying to control any outcome. I don't give a fuck. Like, just do, just it. do what. Show me the way. Just show me the way. Um, that's where I was at with it. But yeah, and it, that's, I kind of did the same. Like, I remember just being like. What do you want from yeah. me? I just remember being like, right? that was too much. Yeah. Like that experience, the being around that, that person was too much. I'm mm-hmm. like, what the, why are you doing this? Yeah. What is the point? Yes. And I'm like, what do you, and I was just like, what do you want from me? Yeah. You know, cause it's overwhelming. And it's at, yeah. And I was at my wits end with trying to f- like, trying to figure out. So for me, I was like in this battle between what I felt so, what I feel so called to do, mm-hmm. which is this work, like being in this energy, doing healings, teaching others, um, being the light worker, the starseed self and being able to shine that brightly. And then, but having to live in this other world um, as well and straddling those two worlds. So the division between the two worlds was so loud for me. Mm-hmm. And so like the polarity was extreme yeah. and I was just struggling like how do I bring these worlds together like how do I exist in both worlds I don't want to I can't do this anymore it's too it's hard. So hard and there's like two energies to these worlds right yeah. so the energy in the world of like you know the regular world it was uh just so heavy it's and so, so hard and so it was so dark and you know I'm so grateful for my awakening and for my conscious awareness up mm-hmm. to this point because if I had not understood why I was feeling so heavy I don't know that I would have survived it. Now, question with that, I 
now maybe you wouldn't have felt so heavy because you wouldn't have been part of the polarity, right? Like I definitely feel at times pre-awakening that I was in a cloud. I was just like, and I'm just going along and I'm like, you know, yeah, that's kind of sucks. And yes, things I would look at the world and be like, oh, that's That's a good question. Right. But then it was ever since since the clouds have gone and I've like popped my head up and I've awoken and I see everything for what it is that all of a sudden I'm like, holy shit balls. Yeah. Right. It really, it really makes that polarity where before you were just, it's like, but I also feel, I also feel like. We we had, we had it. We contracted it. That was going to happen no yes, matter what. Very true. So it's not like it's like oh well, I wouldn't have gone through that dark night of the soul if I hadn't gone into this damn work. <laughs> I would have still been blind and oblivious <laughs> to everything. I think it would have just been a different um, experience. Yeah, I probably would have gone through it just in a different experience. Well, and I also feel like we were led to awaken when we did. So it's. It doesn't even matter, really, I guess, in retrospect. Like, we were always going to be led yeah. to... We, we set ourselves up yeah. that something was going to happen to push us to wake up. Yeah. Always. Yeah, and that experience, for me, I know now, looking back at it, was w- one of the... I don't want to say the final push, because healing is never done. Ever. But a big push to get me to release yeah. a lot of the things that I was still holding on to, like control and, like... um I don't know. I don't know. There's just so many things. Yeah. Remember I told you that there had this major shift because we were we were building our courses for the new year. We were talking about how we wanted to restructure things and all that sort of stuff. And I was so I was so desperate. Like I was in this yeah. energy of desperation of like, we need to do this so I don't have to go back to the bank. Yes. We need to make sure this we need to do. Blah, blah, blah. And I kept and then, being I kept being like, Manti. <laughs> this is holding us back. I know. This energy. <laughs> I'm, I know you have this, but I'm like, it's what's holding us back. And it, and so I had to release that. And yeah. so that was another one of the micro breakdowns that I had through this period of time that I was off. Yeah. Was, I think it was after that big um, yeah. breakdown where I was just like, I give up control. Like, I, can't, I don't even care. I cannot care anymore. Yeah. I, it is what it is. It's going to happen. We're going to do what happen. we're going to do. Yeah. So I, but I think I had to go through that in order to get to where we're going. Absolutely. Yeah. And all things happen for a reason, right? Like I, mm-hmm. that's where I, it's so amazing. This is where I find with this work is stepping into this work and having the, being able to have a higher perspective. Yeah. Um, I can look back at my life now yes. and some of the hardships, right? Like going through Lyme, yeah. you know, and I realize where I'm like, ah, oh, I see it now. Yeah. This needed to happen. Mm-hmm. I needed to get to this point of yeah. surrendering, needed to get to this point of desperation. Um, and then like, you know, obviously like relationships, things like that. Like I look back and I, and I just have, I'm at peace with it Yeah. instead of, staying in this cycle and that's of where like, I'm at. why yeah. did this happen to me yeah you know like yeah. it really kind of changed all of that yeah and I feel like I'm at peace now knowing that you know soul star and is going to get to where it's going to get to when it gets there yeah regardless of what agenda I might have yeah it doesn't matter um and it's that like I, you know in your soul because I've, yeah. I've said to you many times I'm like I don't know what it is I just know yeah I don't need to know when yeah but I was like I just know it's going to happen. Yeah. And I just know it. And I'm solid in that. Yeah. And I know that too, but I was so desperate for it to happen sooner. Yeah. Um, so I had to release that, which I have done. But yeah. now I feel so at peace with the bank now. Yeah. Like I don't, it is my job for now. It's what I do. Yeah. And I, 
I'm going to do my job. I'm going to do it well. And I'm going to be the light worker that I can within the position that I'm in. And, you know, I'm grateful for the bank to put food on my table and Mm -hmm. to pay the bills and to all the things. And to give the experience, right? And you know what? Having the experience of working in corporate together. This has helped us. This has helped us tremendously. But also we're going to be able to down the road talk about how like how that experience was for us totally but it's like i feel like you and i running a business yeah we realize Mm -hmm. especially compared to maybe other people or people that we've been a part of or programs we've been a part of who maybe struggle with the business side yeah i'm like damn i'm like we were we set ourselves up good okay (laughs) okay (laughs) i'm like i'm a big small business banker like (laughs) what I'm like, could I have set myself up even better? Right. <laughs> now we're in this small business and we have that corporate mentality. What customer service? Customer service, all of the yeah. yeah, right. That's really we've both recognized has helped yeah. us tremendously. Yeah. So and like we've both been, I mean Thank I've, you. Yeah. I'm coming on nineteen years in the bank. Holy shit balls. I am You're not that old. old. <laughs> You're old. When people, when I tell okay, people, I'm fifteen years. So it's not that bad. <laughs> it's not that bad. But I'm younger. <laughs> She's a year younger. A year younger. It's okay. Mm. Um, Well, I I was with a different institution before. So I guess in banking, I guess I was the same. Yeah. Whatever. Um, But it is, but even though it's like you can come to peace with the the bank and do the corporate, it's still going to be hard on days. Like I found this past week coming back from holidays and I remember like starting off, like coming back. Nobody likes coming back from holidays in any job, right? And I was like, no. You are going to have a good mindset. It's fine. It's going to be a good day. It's fine. <laughs> I was totally like, we got this, girlfriend. And I opened my email, not even five minutes into the day, and I'm like, I fucking hate this. <laughs> it's just like, and it, and the, the part that I hated yeah. was the density. Yes. The, um, there is a lot of, that's the thing, the 3D. Yes. There is a lot of. It's heavy. Heavy. And people are not nice. And I struggle with that part of people not being nice. So it was kind of like I started off with my enlightened mind. I was trying to come in with my like high vibing. Yeah. And it was like the 3D, just this reality just was like, boom. Yeah. And they're like, we're here, bitch. (laughs) I was like, you're so mean. Oh and I was like, you know, then you're sitting there straddling, yeah. trying to exist in two it, different worlds. Yes, trying to exist and trying to be more enlightened, but really getting pulled down by mm-hmm. somebody sending a nasty email. And yeah. you're like, how, well, how do, do you, I manage? How do you manage that? So when that you, was, it was a tough, I've, that it was a tough day. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of those where I'm like, I really had to kind of like pull, I had to take a step away. I am very grateful that I work from home. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I had to take a step away. Cause I was just like, and I just really had to be like, okay, Allison. Cause I can, you know what I find as a star seed mm-hmm. when somebody is mean, yes, I hold on to it yeah. and I, and I spiral yeah, and I literally go through it in my head over and over. Like it's the stupidest thing, but I, I recognize that that in myself, but like this person with the email was, and I just festered on it. And I was like, well, what? and I have these conversations in my head, <laughs> well, what am I going to say back? Or, or man, I wish I could say this. And <laughs> it's like all of these things and it stays there wait, And it's yeah. like, out of all the emails I had, that one just kept replaying yeah. and replaying in my head. And 
you know, it was um, a good lesson. I kept going back because I was recognizing what I was doing. Yeah. And I guess that's the biggest lesson. difference. Is, oh. Well, it's, I guess it's the biggest difference is like. Oh, right. Not being open and understanding like all of the, like being awakened. Yes. Yeah, so, I would have just stayed in that energy. Yeah. Like, I've had emails like that throughout my career and I'm like, I remember fantasizing about writing an anonymous letter and sending it to the person and being like, you're a mean person. I'm not even shitting you. I have. I was like, how can I send this letter I love that. to tell this person how awful they are and how mean they are and you go, fuck yourself. A meanogram. A, me- a meanogram, right? Totally. And I'm like, so the difference was, yes, I still festered on it and went through it. But I also recognize that I do that, that yeah. I can stay in that energy for too long. And I was like, okay, Alison. Did you do you cord cutting? Sure didn't. <laughs> Next time. You know I'm you know I'm so bad. <laughs> I'm really good in my head about recognizing things yeah. and being like Allison and the this uh, this is why the conversations all happen up here. Yeah. Um She was just hitting I was her head. in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, because I did recognize, but no, I'm very oblivious. I I'm so, I think because I have so much happening in my yeah, head. Yeah, you don't, you are not able to take it out of your head and move it forward. Yeah, and bring it down yeah. into the body. I'm yeah. like, it's so in here. So it's like, I am working in my head yeah. and I'm recognizing like, and you're processing. okay, yeah, I'm processing and I'm like, okay, Alison, yes, yes, we get it. You're spiraling a little bit, but you know what? Let's not. Okay, next time. Because it's not a big deal. Let's do cord cutting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we did that early this week yes, together. Yes. Because I was fucking spiraling again. Like, <laughs> I just take, I'm like, it's so funny because like I take on, and this is something I've realized I need, I need to focus on yeah. with healing, but I'm very, my self-worth. Yes. Very, very. Very loud and clear. Very, 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 very loud and clear. In many aspects of my life, right? Very much. Um, And so it's something that I'm like, okay, it's really been kind of highlighting and how much I take on. Like if if somebody's acting a little weird, I instantly am like, what did I do? That's such, we talked about this in one of the first episodes, I think, is how as an empath, (sighs) your partner comes home and you're like, why are they mad at me? Because they had a bad day at work and they're still wearing that energy or experiencing that frustrating conversation that they had in you know early in the morning and then it's still in their energy and they come home and immediately as an empath we're like oh what did i do what did i do why are they mad at me and then you start going through all the things in your head about could it be this what did i yeah did i not text them (gasps) what i did you know all that sort of stuff i do it all the time you're still you're doing that as an empath still with (sighs) you know clients and friendships and all that sort of stuff and we realized like when we were talking this week because you said i'm very I pick up on energy very quickly. Very like easily. with you, I yeah. pick up. I'm always just like rip, rip, Allie something I, shifted. Yeah, Allie and I could be on Zoom together, and she'll say something, and then I'll have a thought in my head that takes me somewhere else, and then she's like, "What did I say? What happened? What happened there?" I'm like, "Something shifted." But it's so funny because I wouldn't say that. I can say that with you. Yeah. Right. I'm like, but anybody else, I don't say that. Yeah. And it's, I feel comfortable saying, but it happens all the time with us. And it's, and it's usually me saying, Mandy, what did I, what <laughs> yeah, happened? What happened? What happened there? What's going on? <laughs> or I'll be like, 
you know I didn't mean it like this. Yes. And so you already know what you did that made my energy shift. And I was like, that's not how I meant it. Yeah. So I just want to clear that yes. up. Right. And, and that just clear. happened yesterday. It happened. <laughs> it happened yesterday. I was working on something for our business and realized I had to do it the slow and annoying way um, of downloading things. And I was like, and I was just like, I was like, fuck you. And so I was just like, whatever. But I surrendered to it. I was yeah. like, it is what it is. I'm like, not a big deal. I'll do it. But so I messaged Mandy and I was like, oh my God, you know, those videos. So I can't download it this way. I have to do it one at a time. And it literally takes five minutes each time. (laughs) So I was just venting, like, like being like, what the fuck? And then Mandy comes back. Oh no. And she was like, well, do you want me to work on that? Like I can do that. Do you want me to do half of them? And I was like, no, no, I'm totally fine. Like doing them. And then she was like, well, maybe I'll start to, um, create these ones and get that kind of started and then I was like "Mm." I'm like hey (laughs) I wasn't telling you that to make you feel guilty because that you needed to do some of the work I was just venting I'm like I'm totally fine doing the work you do a lot of the other admin stuff (laughs) and then she was like oh okay yeah I was thinking that (laughs) (laughs) so funny and I'm like but it's so crazy because you know, yes, I can be, that's great that I can be that. I can feel, so I feel the energy and I actually speak it to you. Yes. But you acknowledge the shift. I acknowledge the shift because I, I can, Yeah, but with anybody else, I can't, Yeah, you know, like I really think of like the people in my like coworkers, mm-hmm. you know, boss, um, you know, friends and stuff. I can't because then well, I, you cause they're not even aware. Yeah, yeah. And then I could look like a psycho, like, Hey. That's so funny. Something just changed and they'll be like, you're so sensitive. That's... Like sensitive in the sense of like, why you always bring stuff up? Yeah. Not in the sense of like, I'm sensitive that I feel the shift because yeah. they don't understand. They, they just shifted. Yeah. Those shift right? shifters. So then I sit there and instead of being <laughs> and letting it out. Then it affects then, your solar Then it comes back into me yeah. and then I hold on to it. So with you, I let it out. You validate. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was feeling that or yeah. this happened and then it's, and then it's out. With everybody else in my life, I don't get to do that. So then I just hold it in and then I just create a story. Yeah. Like I can create good stories. Spiral. Yeah. Yeah. Of like, oh my God, this is what's happened. Yeah. This is this is what's happened. Jeez. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> they listen to this and then, oh shit. And I literally will create a scenario that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> and I was like, honestly, Allie, this person probably just feels this way about something differently like it has probably nothing, nothing to, to do, do with, you. with you you're so self-centered it has nothing to do oh, with just, you everything's about me <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i'm just so like funny. i'm constantly trying to manage oh. but you know one of the things that we've noticed or we've something like you know this was like on our level right yeah yeah but on like a bigger collective level oh, yes. you know we've seen um i don't know like We've seen light workers and star seeds that have taken their life that have left this earthly plane mm-hmm. because it is so fucking hard. Yeah. And these people are, you know, beams of light. Yeah. For for many, many, many people. Probably more than they ever know. Yeah. And shit is hard here. And if you don't know how or you even to understand why you feel that way. Mm-hmm. And you just like when you're so sensitive to the energy and it's just so freaking hard, yeah. then it's so sad to see these light workers leaving um, because it was just too heavy. Too much. It's yeah. too heavy. And that's the thing, like as star seeds, as light workers, we are just 
our natural state of being, like all of us as souls, our natural state of being is love, right? Yeah. But uh, as a light worker, a star seed, um, it feels like we're more connected to that essence or I guess connected yeah. to that side um, of love yeah. frequency. The source energy. Of source energy. And so um, then, you know, on being here and like, you know, before we even awoken, how many times, right? Like I remember just being like, I think I've said it here before. I, I always wanted to um, sponsor a child in yeah, Africa yeah. because yeah. I'm sitting there going like, this doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. If I can eat in, in an abundance and these people, everybody should be able to eat in mm-hmm. abundance. And I couldn't understand that. That I realized now was the light worker, the star seed yeah. in me because yeah. that innocence yes. of like, that doesn't make sense. That mm-hmm. was very clear to me. Yep. And I was like, I need to help. Mm-hmm. And I just remember begging my parents and yeah. they wouldn't. They wouldn't. They're obviously not stir seeds. Whatever. Um, <laughs> no hearts. I know. But this is okay. So this is a good example. So then I ended up when I started working as yeah. a teenager doing that. Yes. So yeah. This is a good example to show the polarity. Yeah. And I did that for many years. Yeah. And I remember going into the bank and I had a client come in who worked for the uh, foundation that I was that sponsoring. I sponsoring through. Yeah. And I said, oh, I have a, I have a child that I sponsor. And she made a joke not a good joke. She goes, <laughs> you should just put it straight into my account. Oh my God. And I remember sitting there going like, what? That because snapped me back. Right? Because there's so much me. corruption. So much corruption. In and this I, fucking world. Oh my God. And I just remember that snapping me back because in my head I was like, holy fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember I stopped my donations because yeah. I was so disappointed. Yeah. But that just shows, again, that polarity, mm-hmm. right? Like, I had the innocence of that star seed that's like, I'm going to help in whatever way yeah. I can help. Yeah, yeah. And I thought I was doing good. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden having the reality of yeah. this of this 3D yep. snap me back and be like, it's fucking corrupted. He, that gets heavy. It is heavy. Yeah. But I, you're talking, about, so I'm just thinking as you're talking about how that's shifting, because... With the war in Ukraine and Russia, or in Ukraine because of Russia, um, I remember reading a little bit because I don't, I don't watch the news, I don't follow news, I don't, I can't. Yeah. It's too much for oh, me. Oh yeah, way too much. Um, but I do remember hearing somewhere that uh, people have been supporting Ukrainians through their own Etsy accounts mm. or Instagram or whatever because you can no longer donate to these foundations because the money doesn't get to them. It's so corrupt. So and it's so sad. Yeah. So sharing on social media of these Ukrainian accounts where, um, you know, they're selling their products or their artwork or their music or whatever it is, and then people have been supporting them directly. Wow. I instead love of that. indirectly. But isn't that like, and that's where I guess it's really hard sometimes, um, the polarity, the deep polarity. It is, yeah. Because you look at that and think, Come That's on, guys. Come on, humanity. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? I like, know. how can we? It just, and I think that part for me is, a, a, it really bothers me. Yeah. That part, shit, get me all heated. <laughs> it really bothers me. I know. But, you know, like, going back to, you know, people that have this light that maybe are not aware of it and mm-hmm. that um, it gets too heavy and they, and they go and they end up taking their own life, you know, and it's, you know, you even see that, like, what's his name? It was the comedian Robin Williams? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. just beautiful yeah. person. His, his soul, I've heard th- I've heard through other uh, intuitives talk about him a lot, and he is helping all the light workers. Oh. So he's doing a lot of the work on the other side right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Helping them kind of yeah. get through it. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's, you know, I've experienced it in my life um, with somebody in my life who I know is a light worker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know is very open, mm-hmm. um, so bright. And like the light is so bright and I see it because yeah. they're not aware. Yeah. Um, they're not at the space that they can intellectually understand yeah. all of that. And I see how much they are struggling and have attempted to take their life multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all of this, all of this like destructive behavior. And I'm sitting there and it's so hard because as I can see it. Yes. And I know. And you understand it. I understand what's happening mm-hmm. and I see the energetic side of it, the soul side of it. And I know that this person <laughs> is, is, is open. And, I, and in my head, I'm like, and there's nothing I can do. Yeah. Because... If they have to come to it on their own, yeah. I can try as much, and I have obviously, but I've realized through trying to help them and trying to explain even yeah. what I'm seeing, yeah. but because they're not there yet to understand all of that, yeah. I've realized that I'm like, all I can do is just hold space and wait for them to come to me and I can just hope and pray that they, that make, they it make, it, make it through yeah. to get to that. And yeah. I feel like very much, um, so there's two things I want to say about that. So the first one is... You know, as conscious beings, people who have awakened and are on this journey of healing, um, we have to make sure that we're not also falling into the judgment arena of watching other healers. So uh, we're being transparent and open about our own healing journey. But I, you know, for other people listening to this, we're being very vulnerable um, to be very careful about like looking at other healers who are in that space and being vulnerable or going through a dark night of the soul and judging their uh, consciousness. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause you know, you, you, there's people out there who you're like, Oh, they have a lot of healing to do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's super judgy, but also we all have a lot of healing to do. A hundred percent. It doesn't just because they're going through a dark night of the soul or releasing shadows and doing healing doesn't mean that they're any less conscious or, or of the light. Absolutely not. It's just they're going through a healing process, and as you go through that healing process, quite often when you get out to the other side, there's huge growth for you oh. in your soul gifts, in your um, in your vibration. You level up. You're leveling up, so you have to go mm-hmm. through the darkness and get to be able to reach new heights. Well, I even feel like a light worker or somebody that is going through this, and that they're actually more awakened. Yeah, because because of the healing, yeah. I don't feel like you can really. I just don't feel like being a. Like, I don't know. Like I feel like once you've kind of awoken and you're on this path, it's like it forces healing it does constant yeah because there's a shit ton that i was like dude do we have to (laughs) i don't want to this keeps coming up it just keeps coming up motherfucker (laughs) um and so i'm like you know that's where it kind of like it's the opposite yeah in reality yeah you could have a healer that's going through it doesn't mean they're any less capable or anything like that it's like for you holding space no and like and then if you are if you can't hold space, because I know I've had times yes. where I'm like, I can't hold space. Yeah. And I am going to be up front and be like, I can't hold space for that person right now, so I can't do it. Yeah. Right? And yeah. and we have to be open and honest and um with ourselves yeah. and with our with our clients. But to me it's kind of like they're even more advanced because they've experienced it themselves, yeah. right? If you're going to talk with somebody who doesn't hasn't experienced any hardship and has been like, I've got a pretty easy life. And you're sitting there like falling to pieces yeah. and you're like, how can you understand? Yeah. Right. How yeah. can you understand yeah. me? Yeah. You know, like when I have 
Um, like I had a, cl- or had a client that I saw myself in mm. and I saw this, this, um, the anxiety, right? Yeah. So like anxiety and panic attacks are two different things. Yes. So anxiety is, uh, the what ifs, the what ifs, the what ifs you get into these mind loops and, mm-hmm. and stuff. So I still obviously very much, <laughs> um, yeah. I still am there. <laughs> um, but, and the panic attacks are the like pff, explosions <laughs> of like, <gasps> <laughs> um <laughs> you should see your face when you did that. <laughs> um and so I remember I saw this client that I was like, oh my goodness, like she was where I was years ago. Yeah. And um and but I was able to relate. Yeah. And I was able to speak to it yes. when she would say something, I'd be like, I recognized it now. And yeah. I was like, mm, you know, this is and it was I was able to help. I don't know, help and, her move through it. I was able to relate and being able, and I think and she was able relate. to receive that. Yeah. Because I was saying yeah. what she experiences. And when somebody says what you've already been experiencing, yeah. all of a sudden you're like, oh my God. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. I've been there, whether it's been with my food addiction and somebody says something that I'm like, yes, that mm. is me. Mm-hmm. You instantly have this bond type yeah. of thing. But it's made me realize like through this work and my anxiety, you're like, yes, I'm always going to deal with a level of anxiety, yeah. but how much my anxiety, my what ifs, because I'd always have things like, oh, the kids are driving up island with, with dad, like they're going to go with dad first and I'm, I'm going to drive up. So what if an accident happens? Maybe we should split the kids up. What if this, and I just can go off on these fucking mind mm-hmm. things. And I've realized like how much of a difference this awakening process has made for my anxiety because I'm like. I just know, like, if that's going to happen, it's good. Like, as much as that sounds just, like, I know. unsensitive. Yeah. I, I, it's like now I have this awareness. Like, if that's how the, if that's supposed to happen, yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah. If that's what their souls wrote mm-hmm. in their contracts, mm-hmm. it's going to happen. So there's, I can't sit there and get obsessed about the holy shit. Yeah. Right. Or if I'm on an airplane, which I'm petrified, <laughs> that's become a mountain. FYI. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> that became a mountain. This is before awakening. Okay. <laughs> We're going to move through that together, oh, I think. That's, that's because of COVID. It's made it into a mm. massive mountain because yeah. I couldn't do it. So whatever, it's a it's there. But <laughs> I'm like, you know, it's one of those things like sometimes when I would be on a plane mm-hmm. and I'd get a little anxious because again, I'm closed in. Yeah. I have a panic attack. I can't fucking go anywhere. No. Yeah. I'm not jumping out of the plane. Um <laughs> Please so, don't. no. So then I get to have like my psycho. But I remember like sometimes I would sit there and just be like, if we're going down, yeah. We're going down. We're going to go down. And there's nothing I can do about (laughs) it. So stop. Yeah. But that's just like, for me, it's just really kind of helped having that perspective of like our souls, that this is a really small blippet of our existence. Totally. That, you know, the... You know, like just knowing even what kind of happens when you pass and mm-hmm. on the other side, like mm-hmm. all of that has calmed my anxiety down greatly. Yes. That I've kind of gone into this like, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's a nice and beautiful space to be in. Yeah. And refreshing because it's been many, many years that mm-hmm. I've lived in that, right? Yeah. Turmoil, that anxiety turmoil. Yeah. Man, this journey. <laughs> This journey, I tell you. So but, you know, I have to say, I think um, I'm in the space now where I'm very grateful yeah. for this life and for this existence and for being here in this moment. And, you know, I, I, I flipped from why me? I can't do this anymore. And to I'm so grateful. We should talk about how I got there a little bit. Mm. 
And it was through therapy because mm-hmm. when you go on a leave, you know, they expect you to make these processes. We don't have a lot of time to talk about it, but I did. I was very nervous about talking to somebody about my issues. Like, how can I tell somebody that I'm feeling anxious because I consciously am aware? Have you done therapy before? No, never done therapy. Never. Before. No. See, I've lived in therapy my no, whole life. Oh, that's done crazy. It. Yeah. Okay. So, that's so a never done therapy. New experience. How am I going to talk wow. to somebody about why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. I know I'm a star seed and a light worker and I exist in other universes. It's not even just talking to right? a therapist for the it's first like time ever. It's like another level. Yeah, the other level the is energy like, I'm, I'm an alien. I know I'm going through some healing, but I just, and this energy, you know, like I just need, Ugh. how am I supposed to explain this to somebody? So I knew that if I was going to do talk therapy with like a psychologist or a psychiatrist, there was literally probably no point because I wouldn't be telling them exactly no. how I was feeling. It would be very half, service level. Half of the, yeah. So I actually went on to, um, well, I was, my doctor gave me um, this website and I could go through, it was like BC, it's so in British Columbia, BC counselors. And um, there's like little tick boxes on things that, you know, they cover that they cover. And one of them was spirituality. I just clicked that one. <laughs> that's so, oh, I know. that's so cool. And only two people came <gasps> up. No way. Yeah. And so I met with my therapist on, and um, there's this app called Better Help. I think it's called Better Help. And so there's tons of therapists and counselors that you can talk to on this app. And you can click through the different um, spaces or things, areas that you need help with or yeah. to talk with. So hers was like spirituality, somatic healing, um, holistic, and like alternative, all Damn. this sort of stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm going to give her a try. And then I, so we talked the first time and as we got to know each other a little bit, I'm like, this is exactly what I needed because she would be like, okay, well, you know, I would say I'm feeling very frustrated and angry. And she's like, well, why, like, where do you feel the anger? And I was like, oh, and because of the work that I've done, like, and I don't mean like the, the work that I've done in the healing, but the tools and what I know, like how to read energy, how to connect to chakras, how to pull energy forward, how to feel energy, how to receive messages from energy. This was very, a very interactive counseling session. So she'd be like, well, where do you feel that anger? And I was like, oh, I feel that in my solar plexus. Where somebody, because she probably deals with people that maybe are not as advanced in that part of it, but Mm -hmm. they're open to spirituality. So as a therapist, because I've done this, been with them many times yeah (laughs) I know how they work and this is where it's so interesting yeah they're just wanting to know on your body right they're like do you feel in your stomach do you feel it in your throat but because you now know the chakras it was like you went to this like next level instead of saying my tummy you said my solar plexus yes so she was probably like what the fuck who do I have here yeah she was she was like oh and I'm like and I said and I know your solar plexus is all about your self-worth your self-confidence and your it's your power center and she's like "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm and she's like okay let's connect to that energy so I close my eyes and immediately I'm brought into my solar plexus and I see myself standing in a cave So I'm now journeying with my spirit guide in my solar plexus, connecting to the feelings of anger and frustration that are residing in my solar plexus. And I see my inner child standing in this cave and she's just standing on this little ledge. And in the middle of the cave is this fiery pit of lava just bubbling. And that was the frustration. Yeah. And my inner child was scared. So I connected to my inner child. She was very fearful, very scared. And then the lava was frustration and anger and rage. Yeah. And I was like, oh. So I was putting those two 
um, feelings together, but it would, they were very separate. So I had to do some healing. And so because I know how to do healings, yeah. I was able to, for, she helped me get there. And then yeah. I was able to work with my inner child and go back into my solar plexus and heal her and like soothe this lava and heal that and move her into my heart space. But it didn't take, it wasn't in one session. It was no. over a period. So the next week she's like, did you work on your inner child? I was like, yes, I was able to bring her up through this ladder into my heart. And now she sits in my heart and she's here and she's doing this. And then the next time we met, we worked on um, a teenage person, like, side of myself that was in my heart and then we journeyed and healed and all these things so it was like a next level type of experience which I think helped me get to where I am today with the gratitude oh if you had a regular if you had a regular counselor yeah it just wouldn't yeah right and this is why understanding how to read energy is so life-changing and how we need to see this being integrated in our society more in all works of life right like teachers therapists like yeah that I just know because I remember you telling me about your first session and I was blown away. I yeah. was like, get the hell out of here. Right? She journeyed you? Yeah. And I was like, who is this magician? Like, I was just like, this is crazy. Yeah. I'm like, and you know, and that, and that's what you needed as a, as a light worker, as a spiritual being. Yes. You needed that. And I there's so that. many of us yep. that are coming online, that are waking up, that need that. that. Need that. Yes. And so the fact that there was only two. Yeah. In our area, mm-hmm. it's like it's showing how much we are shifting as society that we need mm-hmm. more of that. Yes. And we teach this in our courses, which yeah. is why we teach it, because the, these tools are so transformational and so life changing. Yeah. And I'm sure I would have had a great experience had I not been able to journey or maybe it would have different. I wouldn't have consciously known what I was doing. No. Um, but I know that these tools have helped me move through that dark, that dark night of the soul that I was experiencing. Oh, her journeying you? A hundred percent. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I'm like so amazing. And so, yeah, that's, that's, our there take, you go. That's our take on mental health. I, feel you, I hope you feel really good. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this made you laugh the whole time. <laughs> it's not one of our uh, funniest episodes, but a very important conversation. Oh, to have. it's so important. Well, yeah. and I think because probably our listeners, there's a lot of people that I, you know, that we know that we don't know that are that struggle or in yeah. the struggle bus yeah. um, of, you know, managing both sides. Yeah. Or even in that transition of who you were and who you're becoming so hard it that transition phase is is hard it's and difficult you know we've we've been through it we're going through it we're with you we hear you just reach out we're if still you going support. through it yeah i'm like it's uh constant it yeah constant. oh yeah reach out like because yeah, yeah we're definitely experiencing it ourselves yeah so. thank you for joining us today we that is it you. for us for the hour yeah. um and we look forward to connecting next week bye